Dallas Mavericks today here on a Monday. Harrison Graham, Jeffrey Cooperstein here with you. Lots to discuss as Coop. This week, Mavs basketball yes, is kind of back as training camp begins, I believe, on Wednesday. Wednesday. So that's going to be exciting. Jason Kidd talking on the radio to Mark Stein. He's been talking recently. And uh, it looks like, Coop, that the rookies, Omax Prosper and Derek Lively, could both have roles this season, and that would certainly be exciting, Coop, as these are two top 25 picks. We were going into that draft night wondering if the Mavs would have a single player out of the draft. Yeah. We thought they would trade the number 10 pick, perhaps, in a trade for Clint Capella or DeAndre Ayton. That did not happen, but instead, they end up getting two players when they traded down to get Derek Lively at 12, uh, and then making that trade with Sacramento to get Olivia Maxson's Prosper as well with the number 24 overall pick. And Coop, if you can get contributions out of, hell, one of these guys, but both, that would be very, very nice to see for this Maverick squad. Yeah, I thought it was fascinating what Jason Kidd had to say. It, and it kind of goes contrary to what we thought all season long, where these guys would be on a slow development track, especially in the case of Lively, where we thought he'd play a lot in the G League. But according to Jason Kidd, it more or less sounds like Lively's going to have as fair of a chance as anyone to win the opening starting center job on opening night. So that's very refreshing to see, I think, because it, these guys need to play early and often in order for the Mavs to be at their peak. So I really like this development, and I think it's really good that the Mavs are trying to get these young guys involved. And look, let's be honest, starting with Lively there, like he's obviously raw. Like I, I don't expect him to come in and be a high-level starting center right away, but it's not like Dwight Powell and Rashawn Holmes are just like, World well, leaders. we just, yeah, there's just no possible way Derek Lively could beat them out. No, you give him the opportunity to do that. And if he surprises you and does, awesome. If not, no harm, no foul. That's the whole point of training camp in the preseason. You find out uh, what your kind of roster breakdown is and who who's going to fit in what roles in the rotations. And it's up for Jason Kidd and the staff to determine uh, who is going to fill those roles. Here's what he had to say on 97-1 The Freak with Mark Stein. He said, they've done everything we've asked them to do, talking about the rookies. Each week they get better, so we're excited. I look for these rookies to play a lot this season. They're going to be a part of our fabric. There could be a chance of one of them starting, so we'll see. I've talked to the coaching staff and Nico Harrison about starting lively with Luca and Kyrie and Grant Williams, so we'll see how that goes. And Correct me if I'm wrong, Coop. I think that reference was to the preseason, right? To get, I saw something circulating that in the preseason, let's play Lively and or yes. Omax with the key starters to see how they play with those guys. Because obviously, that's what you want to know. You want to find out, like, is Lively a good fit with Luka uh, early on? Is he a guy who can earn minutes in those spots? And obviously, that's what preseason games are for, to see if uh, they're ready to be high-level co contributors. Yeah, and obviously the Mavericks, we know what the Mavericks have at center with Dwight Powell and Rashawn Holmes and two veterans who are going to get the job done, but I think Derek Lively offers them the most upside, and I think that's pretty clear from an athletic standpoint as well as just an overall, um, I think, roster management standpoint as well. If you get Derek Lively playing early and often, it opens up so many more opportunities for Jason Kidd and his staff to figure out rotations and whatnot. So I'd really like to see Lively in a, in a prominent role here. When you take a look at the bigs the Mavs have on the roster, you have the two centers in Powell and Holmes, and then you have Kleba and Morris, who are more of that four, but could play the five in a pinch. So if Lively is ready to play right away and play you know somewhat significant minutes, I, I think it would be a great thing for the Mavs. I'll say this as well, Coop. Maybe this is the half-glass empty approach, uh, so bear with me here. 
I wonder if this signals to me, like if they're already hyping up Lively, we kind of know what Dwight Powell is. They may not be very high on Rashawn Holmes. They may be like, yeah. hey, we brought him on so we could get an extra draft pick. And look, if he can play some minutes for us, cool. But the fact that they're already saying that Derek Lively could have a chance to start, well, the half-glass full approach is maybe Lively's ahead of schedule, and they think he can be. The half-glass empty approach is, okay, we know Dwight Powell should not be a starting center at this point in his career. That's clear. And Rashawn Holmes, who at one point was but got phased out in Sacramento, they may not think he can get back to that level, Coop. So I do wonder how much of the conversation is more just around, okay, we don't really have great options. So as long as Lively just isn't so incredibly raw that he's not ready at all, we're going to give him every opportunity to win this job. Yeah, I actually think that's a really good point you make. They may not think that Rash- the, the guy that they acquired is not the guy that the Mavericks wanted two years ago. Yeah. Rashawn Holmes was a guy who was averaging 12 and 10 and was going to be a key starter for Sacramento, and all of a sudden now he's out of this rotation. So when you take a look at these three guys and who you would want to start opening night, I think Lively would be my pick, honestly. I'm typing two. I mean, I, I just think he offers them the most upside. Is he going to have the most growing pains? Absolutely. But I still think that if Lively is going well, the Mavericks are going well. We know he's already better defensively than Dwight Powell. Uh, he, we know that for a fact. He can't be a worse rebounder than Dwight Powell, who is horrific as a rebounder. And look, again, we don't know, I guess, for sure on Rashawn Holmes. But the bottom line is, is – they basically have done nothing to hype him up since they've brought him over. Like, as time's gone on, the less, like, I don't know if I was ever, like, amped about picking him up, but I was like, okay, like, even if he gets back to being well, three-quarters of the player of two years ago, like, that's a solid rotation center. I, <laughs> he's kind of one of those guys where it, you're, if you're a Mavs fan and you're thinking about the offseason, you're like, okay, who did we acquire? What did we do this offseason? You're like, oh, yeah, we got Rashawn Holmes, too. Yeah. It's one of those. You don't remember that he's there. Yeah, like, he's on the team. Like, he might be okay, but... I don't think it's coincidence either that as soon as he's out of Sacramento's rotation, they're a 50-win team. Like, Agreed. I think that has to be taken into account here that Rashawn Holmes just may not actually uh, be offering that much to this team at this point in time. Now, we've got an offer for you. Guys, spice up your NFL Sundays. Once the NBA season gets here, your game days as well with prize picks. And you guys can get started today, prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS to get $100 deposit match. Want to spice up your game days? Here's how you do it. Download the Prize Picks app. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money, daily fantasy sports game. How does it work, you ask? Here's how. You pick two to six players, and if they go uh, more or less, uh, depending on what you want to pick, uh, there in terms of yards, points, etc. Uh, you uh, declare more or less. You can win up to 25x your money on any single entry. So check it out right now. Like we said, prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS. And here's what's cool about prize picks too. You're not competing against other people. It's not like your normal fantasy football league where it's head-to-head or some leagues where you're going up against hundreds, thousands of people. And sometimes you're going up against pros and sharks who study this stuff constantly with prize picks. It takes less than 60 seconds to make your picks and you're going against yourself. You're determining if you want to go more on Jalen Hurts yards, which I went less, by the way, from Monday Night Football. I like more Mike Evans yards. He's had a strong start to the season towards the Bears last week. I know Philadelphia is a tougher matchup, but I think he can get 60-plus yards in this one. $20 entry to win 60. I like that pick, too, right there. Again, if you get up to six players, you can get 25x 
uh, whatever you put in. So five dollars to win 125 if you got six players that you're going more or less on. So go check it out. Prize Picks is a great time. Spice up your NFL Sundays. Uh, I'm a Bears fan, tragically, and uh, so I got to make my NFL Sundays more entertaining. Uh, and Prize Picks is helping me do that. They'll match your deposit up to a hundred bucks with code CLNS at PrizePicks.com/CLNS. That's PrizePicks.com/CLNS. Code CLNS. Get signed up today. Use our code CLNS for the deposit bonus and start making picks right now. Okay, let's talk more of this Jason Kidd interview. Uh, Jeffrey Cooperstein, Tim Hardaway Jr. He's been linked in trade rumors, but Jason Kidd's got a lofty goal for Tim. How about six man of the year? That's something he's discussing uh, heading into this season. Yeah, Kidd really sees a role here for Tim Hardaway Jr., which is kind of interesting because there were a lot of trade rumors and trade buzz surrounding Tim here in the offseason, but now that he's here, they needed to find a role for him, and I like that Kidd is kind of challenging him because Tim has really never had a defined role with the Mavericks. He's come off the bench. He's been in the starting lineup. He's never had really a really stable rotation spot. Now, he has played a lot of minutes. He just hasn't. He, he doesn't know game to game, hey, I'm playing this role. Hey, I'm playing yeah. this role. So maybe him being th that sixth man and having that defined role will help Tim really flourish. Yeah, I mean, you hope he buys into this, right? Because in the past, like, he's even voiced it, like, I feel like I play better when I'm a starter, this and that. Well, the reality is, is with this roster construction now, there's just no room for him to start because you don't play him at the three, in my opinion. And with Luka and Kyrie as your backcourt, I just you're sacrificing too much defensively if you start Tim Hardaway next to those two. So I think you have to bring him off the bench. Sure, he can... You know, if Kyrie's having a load management night, Luka, et cetera, you can put him in there at that two spot. But um, that's really going to be the challenge for him is can he play um, at a efficient clip off the bench? You see the numbers there, Coop. I mean, he's 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 been much better as a starter He has uh, always been better. It's the case throughout his entire career is that he's always been better as a starter. Uh, the efficiency, especially from three-point three point range, is significantly better when Tim starts, as is the true, the true shooting percentage as well. It, it's just a thing where I think he feels more comfortable starting. But the reason why I think this could work is maybe going into the season, he knows, hey, I'm the sixth man. I'm going to play starter minutes, but I'm just going to be coming off the bench five minutes into the game. Maybe that helps him get into a group. Yeah, and look, I mean, you just think of like the Jason Terry's of the world. I don't expect that type of production from him, but can he give you 12 to 15 off the bench? I think that's doable. I just think if you're Jason Kidd, you just it's one of those brutal conversations like, hey, man, like with Luka and Kyrie, you, you just can't You're start. coming off the bench. Sorry, like load management nights, we might start you, but like we need production off the bench uh, out of you and Jaden Hardy. Uh, embrace that role. Like that's that's what the conversation has to be. So uh, hopefully he's able to do that. Uh, we'll certainly see what it means. And obviously, what does it mean for uh, Jaden Hardy? How does he fit in if Tim is locked in as that sixth man? Uh, you know, I don't know if like six versus seventh is that big of a deal, Coop. But I think if you're Jaden Hardy and you're Tim Hardaway, you're challenging each other. Like, hey, Absolutely. let's be the best bench court back court, or bench backcourt in the NBA. Let's combine to average 25, 30 points per game uh, and let's rip apart opposing reserves. Like, the that, is, that should be the uh, the attitude they have. The problem is, all of a sudden, the Mavs have a logjam at the two-guard. Kyrie's obviously going to start there. You have Tim Hardaway as your sixth man. You have Jaden Hardy. Oh, and by the way, you also signed Seth Curry. So you yeah. have, there are a lot of, lot of minutes to go, or not enough minutes to go around, frankly, over there. So that's kind of why I thought a Tim Hardaway Jr. trade was going to be in the pipeline this offseason. 
just to alleviate a bit of that logjam, but he's still here. I think there is still a role to play for him, but now Jason Kidd has a little more uh, gymnastics to do there. Yeah, I think it's twofold. I think, one, they just have not found a trade that makes sense. Uh, that's number one. Two, I think that could still be revisited before the trade deadline. And three, um, I think Jaden Hardy's probably going to handle the ball some. I, I think that's that's where some of this staggering could come into play because we know Seth is not really going to bring the ball up much. He's just going to be a guy that runs around the perimeter and catches and shoots. Sit in the corner. Hardaway's kind of the same way at this point. He's not much of a slasher. He's a catch-and-shoot guy. Uh, so I think, you know, you're going to get Hardy uh, handling the rock some. And uh, what could happen, Coop, is we've talked about, okay, you always want Luca or Kyrie on the floor at all times. Well, there could be times where one of them was on the bench, one's in the game, but the one in the game might play off ball just to reserve energy a bit and let Hardy run the offense a little bit. That that could be a way to stagger that as well. Yeah, that would be a very creative way to get in. I think you will see a, probably a few more three-guard lineups as well yeah. where you have Luka, Kyrie, and maybe Hardy and or Tim Hardaway on the court at the same time. So I think there are options there. Yeah, you and again, I think there definitely will do that. I just don't love starting that way. No, you can't Which is why Hardaway way. is not going to start games in my opinion. So – what do you guys think? Can Tim win sixth man of the year? Type Y for yes and for no. I think it could be on the table, Coop. I mean, if he could get back, um, I don't know if he's ever getting back to pre-injury, Tim, because I just think he lost, um, you know, a little bit of some explosiveness there. Like, we, we, we pointed this out all last year. Like, he kind of stopped slashing after that injury. He's mostly a yeah. catch-and-shoot guy now. But can he, can he give you 15 off the bench? Possible. It's definitely possible. I, I'm, not, I'm not ruling anything out at this point. I'd love to go – Check at the odds. I'm going to look at that after we get off the air here and go see what it, what it is. I might place a little wager down there on Tim. There you go. Why for yes and for no. Let us know what you guys think. And training camp is here, so subscribe and turn on your notifications. We'll have all the news and notes coming out of the Mavs practice facility this week. And uh, don't know for sure yet. Coop could be making an appearance Hopefully. out there later this week. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Go give him a follow at Jeff underscore Coop 27. He's got you covered. Uh, hit the subscribe button. We'll have you covered here as well.